You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews, still here. Haven't blown away yet, although the rain is now intensified. The wind hasn't really picked up yet. But, yeah, it is coming down in sheets, and that's kind of what we expected. Good news is, though, um, my partner gave me word that Dorian is breaking up earlier than anticipated, so the eye is kind of melting away. So hopefully that means it won't be as bad. Um, still expected to lose power at some point because this is Nova Scotia. But the forecast is looking up. So that's a good thing. Blue Jays forecast is looking up as well. This is technically our fan Saturday episode, depending on when I end up being able to publish it. We are going to get to your lineup choices for this Blue Jays roster, and we'll discuss some of those things. And and one particular thing that did come up that a fan noticed and made light of. So we will discuss that. But the big story, at least for today, besides the pounding rains and wind and all that, would be that Anthony Kay is scheduled to make his debut today for the Blue Jays. He will be starting. He does not have an opener. So he will be facing Charlie Morton on the mound, which that that sounds like a winnable matchup for someone making his debut. The Blue Jays have stumbled so many times against rookies making their debuts. It's... It's bound to happen the other way, right? Um, but yeah, obviously when Anthony K came over from the Mets in the Marcus Stroman deal, I don't think people were expecting to see him this quickly, but with the progress that Anthony made in AAA with the ERA dropping down to 250, um, in 36 innings with Buffalo and 39 strikeouts as well. He rose up to be the number four prospect. He is in top 100 prospect right now, who's number 87 on the updated MLB rankings. So the Blue Jays did get a top 100 prospect for Marcus Stroman. So the lefty is going to be watched with eager eyes as he faces a Tampa Bay lineup that, again, has just nicked and dissected Toronto pitching for the most part this season. So he's going to have to use the majority of his pitches. He's going to have to use that that fastball changeup combo. And he's going to be have to be able to drop that curveball in. But if he continues doing what he did since coming over from the Mets. He he said uh, in an interview with 
uh, Don Clemish on MLB.com that the Mets were always trying to get him to do a little too much, make too many adjustments and stuff. And the Blue Jays staff didn't really do that. They just let him go out there. And Kay credits that with his success in Buffalo. So that kind of demeanor, if he goes out there and doesn't make too many changes, doesn't try to adjust to try and have more success at the major league level right off the bat, if he's able to go out there and just even pitch five innings, like I, I think having Zoik go first and make his debut probably made it a little easier for Kay. If only that the expectations were reset. So as long as he just goes out there and looks solid, like that's, that's all. Blue Jays fans can really ask for at this point. It's just be solid. So I I think that's going to be the key. We'll see what kind of offensive help he gets today. Um, haven't been able to check to see if the lineups have been announced yet because, again, been kind of kind of worrying about other stuff here, but. It will be interesting to see what kind of support he does get and who he catches with as well. Because we saw the Blue Jays turn to Bo Taylor when it was clear TJ Zoic was going to make his appearance. So it would be interesting to see if Taylor does get start today with another AAA pitcher on the mound. So... I I probably won't be able to watch any of it because, again, not sure I'm going to have power or cable or anything. But I, when I, I guess when I read the reviews the next day, I'm just going to be looking for, you know, again, a solid five innings of work. You know, not a lot of walks. That's that's what's been killing a lot of Blue Jays pitchers lately. So if Tony Buckets can go out there and just deliver, that that will be all I really need to see out of him. So we're going to talk about the lineups that you want to see from your Blue Jays after this break. But just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Postmates. Whether you need wine at 4 p.m. or breakfast at 8 a.m. or someone to bring you more storm chips even through a raging hurricane just post made it it's your personal food delivery grocery delivery whatever kind of delivery service all year round anything you want they will deliver 24 hours a day 365 days a year they're the largest on-demand network in the u.s and offer delivery from any retailer you could possibly want or need stuff from So you don't have to go to the store. They know where it is. They will deliver it. All you got to do is download the app for free, which you can do on iPhone or Android. And for a limited time, Postmates has given listeners $100 worth of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So if you want to start your free deliveries, you just download that app. You use code LOCKEDON, and that's $100 of free delivery credit. 
for you right there. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates and save with the code Locked On. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. Still, still pouring. Not much change on the weather right now, but again, we uh, we move forward. If you guys hear this before the brunt of the hurricane hits, then just know we're we're ready for the worst of it. But let's let's focus on something else. Let's focus on something a little less tragic, and that would be the Blue Jays lineup. That's a really bad segue. Anyway, I asked you what your preferred lineup one for nine using only players on the 40-man roster at this time would be because I had a discussion with um, Blue Jays Nation writer Tammy Rainey uh, about the use of Anthony Alford since he'd been called up and why he wasn't playing more, especially since he's a he was the former top prospect for the Blue Jays when people want to see how he can do. So I asked what you guys wanted to see and I got a few different responses I thought it was pretty interesting so we're gonna go through them really quick we'll start with friend of the show frequent contributor Jays from the couch writer Karen Suter at Karen Suter 1 she goes Bichette Biggio Guriel, Guerrero Smoke Hernandez Grichuk Tellez and then a combination of Jansen and McGuire I I think McGuire's worked himself up in a lot of people's minds um, just to look at uh, anonymous source at Miles Higgins their lineup goes Bo, Cavan, Guriel, Vladdy Smoke, Grichuk, Rowdy McGuire, Hernandez and batting Teoscar Hernandez knife is kind of interesting and almost indicative of what I think a lot of people think about this Blue Jays outfield right now because that that seems to be the sore spot. They have all these quad A players, but can't really figure out what to do with them, especially with Guriel being injured. And we got word that he did suffer a bit of a setback in his rehab. So Guriel may not be back until uh, the Blue Jays come back to Toronto. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Greg Appleton at Gree Appleton. His lineup goes Bichette, Guriel, Guerrero, Biggio, Tellez, Hernandez, Espinal, Alfred, and Jansen. Now, Santiago Espinal is not actually on the 40-man roster, but his rise from New Hampshire to Buffalo this season obviously catching Greg's eye. And in that lineup, I'm I'm not sure if he would have Biggio DHing or Teoscar DHing. It, there's no Grichuk in there, so... It would be interesting to see how Espinal fits. Maybe Guerrero's DHing and Espinal is playing third. But um, I think a lot of people are surprised how, how much Santiago improved with his promotion to Buffalo. So it's interesting there. Tim Bennett at TI Ben 12 goes Bo, Cavan, Vladdy, Smoke, Grichuk, Guriel, Drury, and Rowdy at DH. Jansen and then Jonathan Davis in center field. 
which Davis is definitely the best defensive option from the looks of things, but it's again, it's it says a lot about the Blue Jays outfield situation right now that these are the kind of guys who are being put out there. Um Violet Brown at Brown O one Violet goes Biggio Bo Guriel, Vlad, Hernandez, Smoke, Grichuk, Tellez, McGuire, but only because he's on a year right now. Again, this this Reese McGuire revelation um, came kind of out of left field, but he's he's turning heads with his ability to hit so far. And if Reese can actually keep this up, again, it's it's going to be less of a Jansen forward catching battery and a lot more split uh Liz at Biggles 14 goes Bo Biggio Vlad Smoke Randall Drury Reese Alford and put Smoke again but um she corrected herself and said um Rowdy she guesses would go in there so again Alford's getting a lot of mention I I wonder if that's because, again, because he was the Blue Jays' top prospect, people still have him in high regard, even with all the injuries and such that befell Anthony in this latest campaign. So I I think it is interesting that a lot of people still want to give him that shot to see if he can be that center fielder. Um, I'm... Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of leaning more towards that the outfield is probably, if the Blue Jays are going to attack free agency in the next couple of years, that's probably where they're going to attack it is in the outfield, just to try and replace some of the pieces they have right now. Um, at the Real Tale 17, another frequent contributor goes Bo, Biggio, Vladdy, Smoke, Guriel, Grichuk, Teoscar, Jansen, Alford. That's that's a very popular one. I think people really want to just see Alfred and determine what they have in him. Um, Jester Bester at Jessica Weld goes Smoke, Biggio, Bichette, Drury, Guriel, Hernandez, Grichuk, McGuire, and then Vlad Jr. at DH, which that may be another big thing in Blue Jays' minds, just seeing Vlad Jr. consistently making errors. At third base, I think he's second in the league behind Rafael Devers in errors right now. So people are already starting to sour a bit on Vlad's defense, which, yeah, eventually he's probably going to be shifted to first base or third, or even he could be an outfield um, solution. He used to play outfield in the minors. His dad played outfield. Obviously, there's a connection there, but think he would have to go through like an entire offseason before the Blue Jays even think about putting him in the outfield. He does have a pretty good arm, so could be an option there. And then I uh, I will close with the observation that Sam Cecia, and I hope I pronounced that right, at Fluff's Daddy, Sam noticed nobody had Fisher anywhere on their list. Wonder why. And and that was that was the interesting thing. A lot of shifting names in the outfield. Derek Fisher was not mentioned there. And you wonder if the defensive impressions aren't sticking in the mind there. The the 
fly ball that caught him in the eye in Baltimore. The the easy drops that he's had um, in the past week or so. He's been very inconsistent, and that was a, that was a knock on him in Houston, that he had this talent, but he couldn't put it together on a regular basis. And if he wants to stick around, if he actually wants this chance to prove that he's a major league outfielder, he's got to have more focus than what he's shown defensively. He might need a new glove. Um, I think it was Andrew Stoughton who said he, he actually worried about um, the glove that Fisher was using, that it might be too loose. So maybe it's something as simple as that, but it, it's clear that Blue Jays fans do not appreciate the efforts they've seen from Derek Fisher so far. So that's something he will likely have to work on if he wants to stick around with the Blue Jays in the future. Speaking of the future, hopefully there will be enough of a framework left after this storm in the future for me to continue talking to you about the Blue Jays again. I'm not sure when our power is going to go out, but around here it's not when it's or it's not if it's when so I'll do my best if you want to send me your thoughts and prayers I guess um feel free to follow me on twitter at a underscore j underscore andrews the underscores are there because twitter is dumb um subscribe to the podcast on google Podcasts, apple podcasts himalaya stitcher spotify Wherever you get podcasts, you will find Locked on Jays. And you can also find it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the Locked on Jays banner. And the rain is starting to completely coat the windows. So I'm going to end this now and see if I can get it sent out to y'all. But until we talk again, for everyone here at the Locked on Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.